Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about how a grade one stress fracture is not a stress fracture at all. So the big question is this, how are runners like us, who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. Yeah, this weekend I was lecturing at the International Foot and Ankle Foundation meeting, which was supposed to be in Las Vegas, but it ended up being online, as many things are these days. But still, this is one of the largest medical conferences that is put on by the International Foot and Ankle Foundation for Education and Research, specifically to help doctors, uh, podiatrists, foot and ankle surgeons all get continuing education credits so they can maintain their medical licenses. So it's all doctors. Well, I was asked to give a lecture on stress reactions and stress responses and stress fractures, specifically in athletes. And since that's all I do, working with injured runners, doing telemedicine visits with injured runners and teaching runners how to make these calls themselves and figure out what's going on with them themselves, uh, I was asked to speak to this group of physicians to talk about all the differences between these different conditions and help them understand what to do with runners like you when you get a stress fracture and you're trying to figure out whether or not you can run. So I actually went through a number of different scenarios with these physicians to teach them about the differences between different grading scales, different classification schemes, and what it really means when we talk about the difference between a stress response, a stress reaction, and a stress fracture in the foot, like one of the metatarsal bones, when you're a runner and you get an overtraining injury. Now, the short story and the thing you really have to understand is that there are lots of different grading systems that doctors may use. Even the one that I prefer to use that is actually the simplest breaks things down from a grade one to a grade five in terms of severity of the stress fracture. Now, a grade one stress fracture is where you have no pain. So if we push on your metatarsal bone, if you try to bend the metatarsal bone, or if you do some of the stuff that I show you how to do in the metatarsal stress fracture course for runners to try to do your own self-diagnosis, if you do any of those things, you're not actually going to have pain. If a doctor does any of those things to you, you're not actually going to have pain. And that is part of the definition of a grade one stress fracture is that you have uh, something that might show up. For example, if you did an MRI of your foot, you might see some inflammation within the bone, but there is actually no crack visible. There is actually no crack visible. Why is that important? Well, first of all, a fracture is defined as a crack in the bone. So if you don't have a crack visible on an MRI, a CT scan, an x-ray, an ultrasound, some kind of imaging study, and it's just inflamed, then it's not really a stress fracture. It's something different. So when you have a quote-unquote grade one stress fracture, what that means is you have some inflammation that might show up on an MRI, you have no crack visible anywhere, and it's actually what we more appropriately should refer to as a stress response. A stress response is a normal thing. A stress response is what happens when your body is in training and you are working out and you're getting stronger and your body is causing a response, a normal physiologic response within the bone that is actually helping to make it stronger. 
there was actually a study uh, entitled Bone Marrow Edema Lesions in the Professional Runner that talks about this in great detail that explains that that uh, runners get MRIs who are in heavy training or in racing season, they will show what appears to be a bone marrow edema lesion, which sounds like a bad thing, but it's really just a stress response. It's not really an, an injury. It's not a stress fracture. And just because you have that finding on an MRI, it does not mean that you should immediately relate it to a clinical problem like a disease or a damaged bone, and you should not necessarily alter your training program. That was part of the take-home message to these doctors. They have to understand that when a radiologist reads your MRI and says you have a grade one stress fracture, it's not a stress fracture at all. It's probably a normal thing. So you have to take that into consideration and discuss your training plan and your training schedule leading up to the MRI with your doctor so you can make sure you get the right diagnosis and get back on track. Now, much of these things I talk about in the metatarsal stress fracture course for runner, the entire thing is set up to explain to you exactly what I would do with you if I were sitting in your living room, going through this, looking at your foot, trying to explain to you about how you can tell on your own whether or not you really have a stress fracture, a stress response, a stress reaction. And if you do have one of those things, what that means in terms of what you should do right now to decrease the discomfort, take the stress off the bone, and then get back to training as quickly as possible. So go check it out. It's on the website. It's in the show notes at docontherun.com under this podcast episode. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me. And then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.